and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. So that makes me Mike Remix. Mike, I have a surprise for you tonight. Do you um, really? I do, yes. Uh, so we have a sponsor. What? Yeah. That is a surprise. Yes. And I'd like, they, they wanted me to read this on the air. So I'm just going to go ahead with it. In tumultuous times such as these, what few men would deem it wise to bring into the world a great progeny? And yet what wise man has the discretionary funds necessary to properly ensure that prophylactic measures have been taken? A modern gentleman has no need to further burden himself financially, thanks to W.B. Sanders' special hand-washed and medically sterile gently used condoms. Take some home to the missus, and we're sure she'll agree they're every bit as fine as the premium brands and at a much more modest price. Just go to www.wbsanders.com. GentlyUseCondoms.com and enter in the promo code Tom and Mike, and we'll take 10% off the price. <laughs> so I'm really happy. This is a milestone for us. This is huge. Yeah. Gently used condoms, huh? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that sounds like that sounds like something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what to say about that. It makes me feel giddy though. Yeah, good. Good. It makes me feel very giddy to know that somebody believes in us. Yeah, it's nice. Um <sighs> Wow, so what was what was your week like, man? I have uh I have no idea. No. <laughs> I mean <laughs> My week, my week was what it was. I mean, I, uh, I, I kind of crept through it, slept through some of it, obviously, like most of us do. And uh, I think because I was forced to watch uh, my my Phillies literally bite a big fat wang, um, and not in a good way, uh, and and just absolutely disgrace themselves and their fan base. And then to watch the Eagles last night in their preseason game, just it was literally the worst game of football I've ever watched. And I've watched, I've watched a lot of football over the years, and this was <laughs> undoubtedly the worst I've ever seen. Um, you know, it. Uh, I think this week kind of I blocked a little bit of it out of my memory, but tomorrow I am doing a charity motorcycle ride. Uh, oh, very so I'm cool. pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited about that. Are are you uh, at uh, liberty to discuss the name of the charity? Uh, I guess I could I could say their name on here. I don't think they're going to get upset with me if I do. But it's the if they do, my apologies. But I'm sure that I'm not the only one who has uttered their name, uh, and probably not the worst of the people that said it. But uh, the Capital Area Therapeutic Riding Association that does. Um, it does riding for people with disabilities and people without disabilities. Okay. Okay. Without disabilities. So what other kinds of people do they support? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming anybody who wants to ride, I'm going to be honest oh. with you. I had been involved with this when I was younger. 
uh, I did actually do a couple ride. I know it's going to blow your mind. I did like a riding competition one time when I was a kid. Huh. Um, I I rode a horse. I won a little uh, ribbon and everything. Uh, no shit. Just for participation, because I'm going to be honest with you, my horsemanship even at this point uh, is is probably not up to anybody's standards of being confident. But uh, <laughs> it's it it amuses me to know that I'm going to be riding a motorcycle to support an organization that does horseback riding tomorrow. It may, it makes me, it makes me happy inside. Um, because I feel like I'm, I'm riding an iron horse to support real horses. Yeah. I like that. On a steel horse I ride. I'm yeah, a you know cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not one dead or alive. So, uh, and hopefully I won't be by tomorrow morning either. <laughs> i plan on keeping my activities of the lawful variety uh for the rest of my evening now i'm gonna run around <laughs> with a big bag of mushrooms tied around my neck <laughs> and just eat a couple and then do some crazy shit and we'll see what happens from there <laughs> so uh, i am i am pretty i am pretty excited about that i only get to do maybe I, i'd like to do one ride per year and I did one in 2019 and then obviously 2020 just fucking blew everything out of the water for everybody. So right. I wasn't able to do one last year, but uh, it might even have been 2018. Uh, I have my little, you know, that's the great thing about when you do motorcycle rides, you wouldn't know this, but um, some of our listeners might, you get a little, um, you get a little poker chip. Okay. Usually. You get a poker chip out of it. And in fact, I have a collection of a couple of them. This one here I just bought because I like Harley Davidson colors. It was 2019 that I did it. September of 2019, I did a ride last. And um, so it'd be nice to uh, be nice to hopefully get another poker chip tomorrow. We'll see. I don't know if they're going to have them or not. But, so uh, do people sponsor you or what? Uh, people don't sponsor me. No. Um, the whole event is sponsored by, um, by both the riders and by outside businesses and sponsor. Like I have to pay in oh, order I to see. ride. Understood. Yes. Understood. So like, I did that. We'll I did say, that with a walk once, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like $40 to be able to ride yeah. and I get a, I get a free t-shirt and like they give us a meal afterwards and there will be raffles and like entertainment and everything else afterwards. So basically we go out and ride and then we come back and we have a party. That sounds so it's, awesome. It's going to be, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good time. I'm sure of it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it greatly. I mean, I've been, I've been anticipating this for months because you know about it. And I'm like, I can't wait to get there. It's like I was for the last one. And it turned out to be amazing. And that was the first one that I had done. And uh, you'd be, I don't know, I shouldn't say you'd be surprised, but like the trucker and biker and other communities that you think are full of guys that are real gruff and just like, everything's, I'm a tough guy. And don't look at me funny or I'll break your neck and everything are always like the nicest people. Mm-hmm. They're always like, oh, man, it's awesome. Oh, your bike broke down? Well, hop on the back of mine and you can finish the ride out. You know, like anything like that Yeah, yeah. would, would happen. Or if I got the parts, you know, I, I have never seen and I've never run out of gas on the side of the road or anything without at least a motorcyclist or two stopping to check on me to see what was going on. And it's embarrassing as hell when you're a grown ass man. And you have a motorcycle and you, they go, what happened? You're like, I ran out of gas. And they're like, 
Oh, you. Jeez. That's embarrassing. Yeah. (laughs) That's embarrassing. And I'm like, yeah, I know how embarrassing it is because I'm going through it right now. Mm -hmm. Well, you wouldn't be surprised probably that I've run out of gas in my motorcycles. uh, Probably somewhere in the neighborhood of about 10 times over the course of. Holy shit. Of the last year since I've been riding, which I think I started riding when I was 25. How how many times have you done that in a car? Uh, well, see, there's there's a, there's a point to this. Uh, never in a car have I run out of gas. Okay. And and gotten stranded anywhere. But my first motorcycle ever had a gas gauge, but the gas gauge was broken, so it never okay. worked. So I would always have to guess and say, okay, I know that I can get <laughs> like a lawnmower. Yeah, like I know that I can get this many miles to a tank. So if I do 80 miles and blah, blah, and it was usually like the worst thing of it was that I would always, I don't know that it was 10. It might've been a little bit less than that, but uh, it always seemed like it was like when I was in the biggest hurry, like I'm on my way to work and I have to call into work and be like, I'm going to be late because my bike ran out of gas and I'm sitting like three miles away from my house and about four miles away from work and I don't have any gas, you know, it'd be Mm -hmm. one of those phone calls with the, you know, thankfully (laughs) I had a cell phone. But um, my second bike that I had did not have a gas gauge. My third bike did not have a gas gauge. And my Harley does not have a gas gauge in it. Like, you figure it would be like, you know, that would be something they would put on every motorcycle, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, gas gauges just seem like it would be something that would be on everything. Lawnmowers, you know, motorcycles. It's just a gas gauge. But no, they're they're not. Take a fucking pen flashlight and open up your tank and look at look it Look down and, well that's what tomorrow morning i'm gonna have to roll out and run to the nearest gas station fill my tank up so that way i know i have a full tank of gas before i go anywhere or do anything <laughs> that'll be that'll be the morning ritual for me tomorrow maybe i'll grab a breakfast sandwich Who knows? that just seems like a massive oversight in the design of many many motorcycles apparently it's it's the tr- truth it's the truth and not only that they are the most fragile piece that you would ever find of a motorcycle i swear if you find a bike that has a gas gauge on it and it works you're like yes and then like a fly lands on it or something and it's like oh, it broke and then you maybe, don't have one maybe that's why they don't <laughs> install them they just know they're a worthless piece of shit to begin with yeah the the big bikes have them on them and i've never owned any real big bike so the smaller ones have a tendency sometimes to not uh have a gas gauge and thankfully my trucks and my cars all do because i i can tell you that my harley will probably give me around about 95 to 100 miles a tank uh if as you guess but uh, my cars and trucks, I couldn't tell you what the, what the actual, I think my truck gets like 200, my, like my little Ranger with its little gas tank, it's like 260 miles to a tank, but it all depends on what kind of gas I put in. Mm-hmm. So you never know. You just never know. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that should be interesting and I wish you luck, sir. Thanks. You know, I guess luck isn't really a matter. I, I wish you a good ride. That makes they, more sense. They said I, 60 miles, and God, I hope I get 60 miles at least out of that tank <laughs> If not, I'll be talking about it next Friday. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you, you should talk about it either way, personally. I, that would be my feeling. 
Well, this is this is one of those things, and I'm I'm not going to drag this out too much longer. But motorcycle rides, it seems to me, you know, you take the most direct route to get where you're going. And this one here is supposed to be a 60 mile ride through areas of the capital region. Now we live we live in the capital region, so that could literally be anywhere. I'm hoping it's going to be like some back roads and some twisties and stuff like that. That it's not just going to be like, hey, let's all go out and hop on the highway and do 700 miles an hour to where we're going. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be a little more picturesque and I don't have any idea. Now, I will know for further years because this is apparently a yearly thing and this will be one that I will add into the uh, add into the date book for for every year if everything goes as well as I anticipate. But uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see how it goes, because if you're just going to ride on the highway, that's no that's no fun, man. That's not where it's at. I like riding on back roads and seeing cows and and fields and stuff. If I want to suck up exhaust off of a fucking tractor trailer. I'll just drive my my truck down behind one and with the windows open and put mm-hmm. my face out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my two cents. Well, uh, I, I'm all too familiar with with the this, the traffic, you know, the fucking smog, because you uh, know I commute in every single day, and it's just nonstop bullshit. It, every day I almost get in a fucking fender bender or something, oh, or, yeah. or I watch someone else. More often than not, it's watching someone else almost do it. Someone asshole pulls out the last possible second. You know, it's it. It's nonstop, man. And the further into the heart of the city you get, the worse it gets to the vile, pulsing, beating heart of that city that I actually <laughs> that I actually have a certain weird fondness for. Like, I get why people in other cities, like, take pride in their cities, even though to outsiders, a lot of times they look like shitholes, because there's a certain kind of like, yeah, it's a shithole, but it's my fucking shithole, dude. That's right. You know what I mean? It's like my, I'll defend my it because stinks, but it's my butthole. I'll defend it because for all of its shittiness, there's a lot of charm too. There's a lot of great places to go eat. There's great places to go see shows, you know, and like like venues that I didn't even know existed before I started working in that city. So, you know, but um, I know that about. there is a good burger joint that is up there that uh I believe I will be going to a uh, a concert up in that area, and I'm going to try to stop in there when I go. Yeah, I love that place. Fucking love that place. <clears throat> we should not say the name of it so we don't have anybody <laughs> seeking you out. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody be like, uh, hey, Mike, a second, that- what's up? <laughs> that Is that average- you? That average looking fat guy must be Mike. <laughs> Let me see if I can get him to go. Uh, my name's Mike <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Give me do, the pregnant pause, man. <laughs> do the voice, man. Do that one voice you do. What's his name? Victor? Do that one. What's his name? Is his name Frank or something like that, man? I don't know. <laughs> what if I just talked like that to everybody I met out in the street? Yeah. I'd say, hey, what's going on? You you guys, I saw you, <laughs> you looking over here and like you recognize me. What? <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love I would love to be recognized by somebody who isn't calling me by the wrong name 
or making fun of me for something. <laughs> that would be fantastic for not somebody not being like, hey, look at that fat guy over there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're out in town and uh you happen upon a a man that looks vaguely like the cartoon picture in our avatars. Uh, yep. Not the bald one, but the one with the beard that has the fists in it. If you see a man with fist beard, absolutely approach him and say how much you love the show. And Buy if him a you drink. see, if you see the bald guy, he is actually bald right now. I am completely bald. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is. He is shorn. It's quite breathtaking. Like, oh, it's I guess you try it sometime. Yes, it's just breathtaking. <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh, you got a little stubbles there. That, that was the scalp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm envious. I'm envious of that because I am too chicken shit to shave my head right now, but I would love to have... Uh, to not have to worry about it for a little while. Well, consider consider this. When you're ready to donate your locks, you should rock the full-on. I can recommend a good razor. Absolutely, dude. I'm not going to give them a, a name here on we the air because be they're bald. not. Dude. Oh, yeah. Fucking face two. Two guys on the radio with beards. <laughs> <laughs> It makes for good radio and everybody knows what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might want to branch out into YouTube videos someday and then our pretty faces are going to be on the internet. People can stop hey. us. Hey, everybody. My name is Mike. I get a little bit camera shy. Just kidding. I don't. What was that character? I have no idea. I, I just like made it, it up. I like it. I just made that up while I was sleeping here because it just felt like somebody who's a little bit shy and reserved. Yeah. Maybe I, I like I like going to play bingo on Sundays. Oh, I like to go bingo. We should meet up. No, I'm sorry. I'm being forward. I I just I just I'm very lonely. I already know too much about you. This is making me uncomfortable. I know I'm uncomfortable too. I shouldn't have said that. I overshare. Oh, I, I, I did it again. It's, it's okay. Everything will be fine. I just, uh, I think maybe I will call this character. Um, um, I don't have a name. Edward. I I can't think of one. Should I call myself Edward? Edward. I, I'm I'm Edward. <laughs> okay. I uh, try to remember to curl my lip up when I do Edward's voice because it makes it all come together when I talk through my walrus like mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Edward is the best. Come up with characters and uh, stuff on the fly. And he has a little bit of Adam Sandler in him. And well, maybe you can hear that, but it's a lot more likable than him, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have been super, <laughs> super fucking nostalgic this week. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh god i'm lightheaded holy shit oh. i'm Google very on. sorry 
I've been I've been like super nostalgic this week. I watched. Uh, did you ever read any R.L. Stein books when you were a kid? I think I might have read a couple of them. Well, I didn't, but <laughs> it's fun. It's fun for me to bring up something I never did. Yeah. I didn't. You know, everybody knows that I wasn't a big reader until uh, recently. But um, they took some of the Fear Street um, Netflix. Uh, basically made a trilogy of uh fear street movies okay one's 1994 one's 1976 i think and one's 1666 and i've watched two of them but the soundtrack in the 1994 one just flooded me with nostalgia that's all i could think about was all these great songs and there's stuff that i haven't listened to in ages yeah and then even to the 76 movie i think it's 76 or 78 i don't remember which but uh it's not really consequential um the soundtrack for that had such good music on it and everything and i'm guessing that unless i'm digging chord music the 1666 one isn't gonna have too much to offer me (laughs) oh i remember that (laughs) you know i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be reminiscing about the good old days with that one but the movies are actually pretty good i know that they were like rl stein books were aimed more at uh youngins and teenagers mm-hmm. but the films surprisingly were really good very very violent well, it's got it's got um uh jack black in it doesn't it no Mm-mm. i thought jack black played rl stein he played rl stein in some movie i remember oh, i recall that okay but these are an offshoot and are like three standalone um movies like actual horror movies um that they made for netflix okay and they're yeah, good I, I recommend i recommend checking them out i'll check them out I you gotta start off too. with yeah you gotta start off with with the 1994 then the 1970 whatever the fuck year it was and then the 16 i remember 1666 of course because it's got 666 in it but uh, it just made me nostalgic for so many things. Like I was thinking about how easy it was when you were a kid, mm-hmm. you know, like how how easy it was to be carefree and not have a damn thing to worry about. And uh, it just, you know, it flooded me with like, oh, I wish I could go back and do some of the stuff that we, you know, got away with back in those days. Nowadays, you'd get arrested for some of that stuff. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You want to hear my high school playlist? Mm-hmm. All right. So this is this is what I've got on Spotify right now. I've got Pearl Jam. I've got the album 10. I've got uh, Helmet, uh, the in the uh, meantime album. Mm-hmm. I have Nine Chanel's um, Pretty Hate Machine. I have the album The Miracle by Queen and the assortment of other Queen songs. I've got Porno for Pyro's song Pets. Um, some we nine, make great pets. Yeah, some <laughs> nine nails. I've got some more. Uh, helmet. Allison Chains. Uh, jar of flies and dirt, and some stuff from Facelift. Oh. Bro, of course you got to have Allison Chains in there. And Facelift, I think, is is 
criminally forgotten by a lot of people. It is. Well, because when, when, when they talk so, about Alice in Chains, but it was so good. It's a great album. I think the problem is that it's so overshadowed by by every other album is overshadowed by by uh dirt. It's oh, just, yeah. you know, because dirt is a fucking masterpiece. It's one of the greatest albums, I think, of the of rock and grunge in particular uh Truth. ever made. So I've got some uh, Stone Temple Pilots. We've got the album Purple and the album Core. Got some Smashing Pumpkins, some Soundgarden, mm-hmm. uh, Primus, a whole shitload of Primus, Ministry, uh, White Zombie. I was never a big Ministry guy myself. Bottle Surfers. And, 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 I, and I saw Ministry also, and I still was kind of like, eh. Well, that's more industrial. You've always yeah. been more like... I don't know, thrash, I guess, more yes. like more like thrash or death metal style where I'm more like ministry, ministry is more like dun, 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 blah, 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 blah. like it's just industrial fucking noise. Yeah. And I love that. It's chaotic. It's insane. But that's my playlist. That's not a complete playlist. I've got another one that's like 1990 to 1997. That's like fucking how many tracks is in that? 290 <laughs> Ooh, this guy got some very specific uh years down i like yeah. it yeah i'm obsessive about my playlists man i'll spend an hour working on a playlist it's embarrassing if you, if you get the chance on spotify to look up the fear street trilogy soundtrack uh that was what i was saying it's got the offspring like bone thugs and harmony which was a treat to listen to again because I haven't thought about Bone Thugs and Harmony since like 1994. Yeah. You know, and uh, they have songs like The Man Who Sold the World. They have the original version and the, you know, the Billy, um, oh my God, I say Billy. What was wrong with me? David the David Bowie. Bowie version and the Nirvana version. And, you know, like they played one in one movie and one in the in the other movie in this in this trilogy and just like so much good stuff it's unbelievable like sweet jane the velvet underground did it and there was somebody else that covered that one too if i'm not mistaken that they did but i mean it ranges everything from white zombie and snoop dogg to uh prodigy Nice. Hi, I'm a fire starter. That's exactly the song that it was. To um, she's Alice Cooper. Even I mean, just oh, really? anything you can imagine here. It's kind it's of a deeper soundtrack. cut than, than yeah. you would expect. It's it's a fantastic soundtrack. I just tripped across it because I cr- tripped across it because <laughs> I was looking because I was looking for stuff about these movies because I'm like one of those people that when when I when I when I see something that I like you I latch on to it and I obsess over it and I've got to know everything. Yeah, I do the same. And uh, that was same. what I was doing with the soundtrack, but it's it's worth a listen. I mean, it's a there there's a good uh, mix of tracks in there and stuff that's going to surprise you. I'm surprised how much I enjoyed Bone Thugs and Harmony. I'm still blown away by how good it was back in those days that i probably was ignoring it because it wasn't the uh, style of music that i listened to right right i missed out yeah well but it's always there man you're there and now I'll see You've you got at the now. crossroads so you don't, won't be lonely don't you know <laughs> you, no one has to gatekeep just in fucking let people enjoy things you know 
Like, like, oh, you're too old to start liking them now. Well, fuck you. No, there's no, no age. God. There's no goddamn age limit to enjoyment of a product or a song or a fucking band. You know, like there are some Lady Gaga songs I kind of like. I'm going to admit something right here that's going to blow your mind. And I've never, ever told anybody this outside of this. But I'm going to tell everybody, I'm going to tell our listeners that I am obsessed with Kelly Clarkson. Right. Really? <laughs> Dude, I love Kelly Clarkson. I can't help myself. What's one of her songs? Um, oh man, now you fucking ask me and and I'm gonna I'm gonna my, Is there's my, the one uh, that where she goes, here's the thing, it started out great. Is that her? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I know I who she is. Think, I can't think of a song title now, but I do uh I do I own a couple of her albums for Christ's sake. That uh from back when she first was uh first coming off of American Idol, like the first two albums that she put out, I loved them. I used to sit and, and listen to them in my vehicle because I don't want anybody making fun of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be well, like, turn that volume down. I think it's funnier that you're embarrassed than that you like Kelly. Oh, Clark. yeah. Since you've been gone and because of you. Oh, well, not my cup those, of tea. Those quite songs honestly. spoke to me. Well, not my cup of tea, quite honestly, but like, I kind of like Cindy Lauper. Old school uh, Cindy Lauper. Absolutely. You know, dude, you how know, can, you, I, I how can you deny it? I got a story. So when I was in elementary school, um, I had a gym teacher uh, who found out he, he heard me singing uh, She Bop, I think the song was. Um, and he said, what are you what are you singing there? I said, Cindy Lauper. He's like, oh, Tom loves Cindy Lauper. Pretty soon he had the whole fucking gym chanting this. Wow. And he and he did it multiple times, like over a course of a few weeks. It scarred <laughs> me into thinking it was really, really bad to like Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sounds like a real douche. Yeah. Now I realize it's just really, really bad to make single a kid out and make him feel like shit for a fucking music choice. Yeah, right. I don't know if he was like what, like probably trying to scare the gay out of me or something. I, <laughs> he's trying to scare the gay away. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, that boy's got some homosexual tendencies. I'm gonna set him right by making him absolutely shameful. It's quite obvious if he likes music that's on the top forty that he must be gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he likes something that's incredibly popular right now. That yeah. that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get the Why fuck out of you- here. Why don't you listen to some Duran Duran like all the rest of the boys do? <laughs> Is that Oreo Speedwagon still something people like in air supply? Now there's yeah. a band I can get behind. They're yeah. named after something that we all need, air. Although, you know, if I really have a favorite band, it's probably Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny you should uh, you should mention that because my brother was just that isn't even that's Alabama. That's do. a funny thing. I don't know the name of that band. <laughs> that's, that's not Alabama. That is um oh fuck, I can't remember her name. But uh it's funny, it's funny you should mention we're talking about music genres because I was talking to my brother and he was saying that that uh where he works at he he likes to listen to cannibal corpse um i also enjoy cannibal corpse juice newton juice newton yes that's who it was um 
and I enjoy Juice Newton as well. But um, he said that it's funny because the guys that he work with will be like, oh, I, you can't understand anything. That's garbage. That ain't music. That's just noises. You should listen to some country music. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just made me it just makes me chuckle because I found that usually people that listen to country music are the most closed minded about listening to any other genre. Right. Yeah, yeah, I found that to be true sometimes too. Um, I'm always like kind of disappointed. I, I'm always kind of disappointed when someone's really into country music because because of that. I think that that stereotype, you know, it's not necessarily true because I've known people who like country music who are really really into other music too and like uh-huh. surprisingly different genres. Um, Actually, on that front, I recommend checking out a guy named Sturgill Simpson. Uh, Sturgill Simpson has an album called Sound and Fury. That's a, just a goddamn masterpiece. It's such a great album. I really recommend you check it out. Um, he also has one of his other albums has a song that starts as pure country, like twang twang, you know, all the way across and slowly dissolves into an acidy kind of Beatles song. And it's a song about DMT and cannabis and mushrooms, <laughs> a country song <laughs> about this. I actually enjoy uh, Hank Williams III for the same kind of reasons, because his music, although is a little bit more twangy, his subject matter is is off the fucking wall. Yeah. For uh, for country music. And that makes me love it mm-hmm. because I can't help myself. When you got a country singer singing about meth or something like that, dude, it just it tickles you in a place that you weren't aware you had a sense of humor in. Yeah. Yeah. That's um that's actually really fucking interesting. I didn't know that. I, I might have to check out some of his music. You'll have to send me a couple of tracks because yeah. I don't I don't I don't know that he actually sings about meth, but it's just you know, it kind of make me think it goes off in that direction. Sure. 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 Now you sold me on somebody singing about meth and they ain't singing about fucking meth. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna listen to a meth song, but now you just I don't know. No, I, I can't fuck. listen to a meth song. Yeah, I don't even know if I give a fuck anymore, quite honestly. I don't yeah, I don't oh, think oh, he's I, I, I don't, don't even... think I don't think he sings about meth. Hey Ken, you shut the fuck up for a second. Good. Now let me talk because I got a couple of things to say about um never mind. <laughs> I don't know what you're going. <laughs> now, when you actually didn't give me any playback anymore, I was kind of lost. He told me to shut up. Well, and your character would shut up, wouldn't he? Yes, he would, because he's very, very meek. Very timid. Very timid. It's still better than Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that make me laugh so much? Just I don't know, but that's like that's, that's, that's the punchline. Brutally assailing. <laughs> That's the punchline. I was doing a, I was doing a terrible Jerry Seinfeld impersonation earlier today too. So, I've just I've been on a roll, picking apart comedians, being like, why, why do people do things like this? Why, who? If you just ask a question and sound outraged and your voice cracks, you've got Jerry Seinfeld down. <laughs> Who are these people? Who are these people that are here? Why? Why would they laugh at this? Why is it funny to cut on Adam Sandler? I don't know. Oh, my God, dude. I need to read this spec script that I started writing to you. 
this is a good good time to segue into that because um i was really really bored one day and i decided it'd be a good idea to write a seinfeld script oh yes and i just have to find it the new adventures of seinfeld season one episode one bees Scene one, interior, diner, diner, daytime. Jerry and Elaine are drinking dirty, burnt, bitter coffee and being funny about their miserable lives and their general inability to care about anyone other than themselves. George enters the room, round, bald, and sweating. Jerry! George, what are you doing? George appears to be wearing a suit made entirely out of furs. He wears a hat made of fur as well and an ornate ne- necklace made of bones. I'm an Indian, Jerry! <laughs> You can't just be an Indian, George. George sits. I defeated their leader in a bus stop, and they made me their honorary member of their tribe. Who are these Indians? Just as Elaine is about to dig into her waffle, the entire table breaks away from the center, and Kramer emerges jerkily. The cast pauses for a 15-minute standing ovation. Kramer makes his trademark throaty, vibrating throat noise. Shut the fuck up, Kramer! Kramer's eyes go wide and his mouth drops open. He seems ready to make another noise, but then his jaw unhinges and opens even wider. And a tiny but structurally sound <laughs> bridge extends from the inside of his mouth all the way to the top of George's head. A small cadre of Lilliputian, Lilliputian foot soldiers cross the bridge and set up camp on George's skull. This is no way to treat Native American. I thought you were an Indian. George Jerry points at the people currently building a small log cabin on George's head. Who are those people? (laughs) Kramer Kramer turns bodily towards Jerry. He seals his lips, blows his cheeks up until they are fully inflated, and then suddenly releases the air. Multicolored bubbles flutter out and get into Jerry's eyes. He immediately begins shrieking in agony and falls to the ground. Elaine lights a cigarette and takes a a long drag. Coughing heavily. What am I doing? I don't smoke. Jerry begins to scream again. George says, Men on my head, what are they digging or something? Elaine scrutinizes George's head. Kramer brings his arms up like a T Rex, flaps his arms, and flutters away. Yeah, they're building a <laughs> swimming pool. George, they're digging into my skull. Yep. Jerry, oh God, I'm blind. I'm blind. Scene two interior, hospital waiting room daytime george and elaine are at the check-in desk nearby is jerry who is laying on a gurney elaine is holding a very elaborate potted plant jerry bees bees i can't believe he's dead he's not dead he's gonna be fine no i mean slippy bob bottom water who we went to school together couldn't have been closer everything i did he did everything he did i did oh bees you guys were out of touch yeah, everything we tried, he was always better. Better at interpretive dance, better at log hopping, better at corn husking, better at forgery. He even took Mary Lou Penance to the prom and he didn't even ask her. She just showed up in his <laughs> door that night wearing a dress. I had such a crush on her and she couldn't have looked at me twice. Bees. So you should be happy that he's dead. I am, but he still had my number one, my collector's edition of Alf comic book, issue number one. A handsome doctor played by a no-name actor who will become super popular in about 10 years shows up. Handsome doctor says, all right, Mr. Seinfeld, let's get you into operation. Handsome doctor turns to Elaine. Don't you worry, ma'am. Your husband will be fine. He 
he's not my husband. Here, Jerry. Jerry puts the potted plant in the, then the, into Jerry's lap as the gurney is pushed away. Cut to close up. Jerry is in shock, mumbling and drifting in and out of consciousness. Bees. The potted plant opens up, revealing the face of Kramer. Six solid <laughs> Six solid minutes of applause. His eyes roll back into their sockets, revealing two black cavities. Bees issue forth from these holes and pour into Jerry's open mouth. Cut the long shot. I got to figure out a way to get it back. Why do I feel like I'm about to go to awake? (laughs) One more scene and I'll, I'll finish. Scene three, exterior, taxi, early evening. George and Elaine are seated in the back of a taxi. George has changed into a more conservative three-piece suit. He is wearing an elaborate hairpiece. Have you done something with your hair? George self-consciously pats at the wig. No, no, why would you say that? Because you suddenly have a beehive hairstyle. Natural, that's that's natural. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. All right, sorry, you're right. It's a wig. I just want Mary, Mary Lou is going to be there and I want to impress her. I thought this was about the comic book. It is. It's just that she's going to be there. And I've always wondered and Dane, Elaine, you're pathetic. George is shocked and confused. This is so unlike Elaine. You're a sick, sad little man and you are repugnant on every level. Your schemes, your hangups, your neuroses, your stupid, selfish attitude. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. God damn it. I hate you so much. Okay, I get it. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) I have to finish it because I think it would be great to present to uh, our filmmaker friend and and uh, and see what he wants to do with it. (laughs) Wow. That would be amazing to make this into a a real film or show. Mm -hmm. Mm. Are you going to finish it? Uh, I will finish it. That's all there is for right now. Oh, I don't have any more. I have another draft somewhere that has a scene about the do- a doctor in the operating room, and he 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 kills a candy striper. <laughs> he, <with> a, <laughs> he just slashes her to death, and the whole time he's like, "I'm a stabby boy. I'm a stabby boy." How are you doing today there, little Tommy? Uh, I'm doing good, Santa. Um, uh, there's a problem with the main ballast. <laughs> What's a ballast? It's the part of the submarine that keeps the, the submarine from going up or down at the wrong time. Bloody uh, a submarine? Yeah, we're in a submarine. This, this isn't my sleigh? No, no, Santa. This hmm. is a submarine. I don't know how we got here. The last thing hmm. I remember was being on the sleigh field ready to take off, and then I lost consciousness. I remember there was a chimney-looking thing that was sticking out of the water. I thought it was a chimney. I came down here to deliver gifts. Hmm. That must be how we got in here. That doesn't explain why... I was unconscious before you even took off. Well, there's certain things you don't need to question. <laughs> oh, okay, Santa, I trust you implicitly. <laughs> I trust you with my life. I just need to ask you, if when this voyage is over, certain parts of your body are sore that you cannot explain why they're sore, would you tell anybody about it? 
Um, probably not. Hmm. Good. I picked the right out for this journey. Okay. Well, we should still do something about the baluster. Uh, the problem is the the, the submarine is now underwater. And where's the crew? Where's the crew? They took the sleigh. They took my sleigh. Yes. Yes, they flew away in it. How would they possibly be able to work such a confoundingly complex piece of machinery? I don't know, Santa. It doesn't make sense to me, but this is a very complicated piece of machinery as well. I imagine they could probably, as engineers, figure it out somehow. This this is true. Perhaps there was a uh, chapter in the Navy handbook on Santa's sleigh. You just never know what you'll find. At times. Yeah, Santa, about uh, that, I have a question. <laughs> Go ahead. Why was it when I woke up at first I was wrapped in brown paper that said to Singapore? Ooh. Must have been something that those crazy sailors did before they took off. <laughs> I certainly wasn't going to sell you into this Singapore elf market. Okay. I, again, I trust you, Santa. I really do. <laughs> as you should. As you should. <laughs> so, uh, do we have the presents? Uh, no, they took those too, Santa. So- so we're pretty much just sinking along here, not having any particular point to, to anything that we're doing. That seems to be the case, yes, Santa. What do we do about this ballast? I think we're supposed to empty it, Santa. Then, <laughs> by all means, flush it. Okay, flushing the main ballast. What the hell's going on? It's burning my skin! Ah! What is going on here? Stop crying for a moment and tell me what's going on. The the water from the ballast was hot. How would you get it on yourself, you idiot? It broke. I don't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) But there is a technical manual on the proper usage and then of a nuclear sub <laughs> literally sitting right next to you. I can't read, Santa. You can't read? No. Oh, well, that's a, that's a great blow. I don't want to read. <laughs> perhaps this is where... <laughs> perhaps this is where everything falls apart. God, I hope that those soldiers are ready to deliver those packages. Did you um did did you see that there is a huge thing about about uh, used condoms being recycled? No, I didn't. Yeah, I just looked it up and it says: Is Trojan selling pre-owned condoms? Police raid Vietnam finds more than three hundred thousand used condoms. Holy shit! Scary. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. Like, I, I mean, it was I know, a pretty good joke, but Jesus, I know God, that our I that our sponsor goes through 
and only picks out the best. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, WP Sanders is top notch. They really do care about the product. They do uh, multiple tests to make sure there's no punctures or anything. They're a great company. So again, I actually had a chance uh, after you had mentioned it. You know how I am about opening emails and or listening to old podcasts. <laughs> I just don't do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, they had actually sent me some promotional material. Oh, really? And I see that they have um, a person who is known as the inflation endurance tester. Okay. That takes and blows them up, ties off the end, and sees how long it takes for them to leak down. Right. To make sure that that they are able, yeah, that they are up to spec. And they actually, while they have them blown up, they thrust them into this, uh, what can only be described as a real feel rubber vagina and anus. Okay. They just continually pushing mm. them in, pushing them in, pushing them in, pushing them in. On, on, them, on, you know. on what could colloquially be called a fucking machine, perhaps? Yeah, it's well, generating uh, the pumping action. Unfortunately, they don't have that technology. So there is a guy that is called the pump master. Oh, he, he kind of turns a wheel. One in each hand. One in each oh, hand. Oh, wow. It's just manual. I mean, yeah, it's, it's manual. Yes, because, I mean, like most fucking is manual. You know, yeah. he really oh, yeah. he really gives it a go. So this guy's probably jacked, right? I'm going to imagine this guy's got arms like fucking diesel. I was going to say he's got arms like Popeye, but yeah. uh, those could be tumors. You never know. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, he, he that that is actually. I mean, the video is as clear in their in their whole process as I would expect any kind of a sponsor in, in that realm to provide. Uh, unfortunately, I went to share it with you, and um, it disappeared. Oh no! Well, that I think sucks. We deleted it by accident. Well, I'm sure we could get more promotional information from them. Um, you know, I mean, again. they they turn them inside out, they squeegee them off, they wash them in alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they make and, sure to dry that off before so you don't burn your your penis with it. Yes, with with some very absorbent and rugged towels. Mm-hmm. Then they will turn it back right side in again. The way, or sorry, right side, right side out, right side in, no, right side out. Yeah, Yeah, the way that it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And then they take and do the same thing, squeegee, and then, you know, to get all the stuff off of it and then give it an alcohol bath. Mm -hmm. And then they roll them up neatly. It's amazing to watch the the little fingers of the workers. They have people with very small hands. Yeah, like masseuses. uh, That that roll them up. Yes, that roll them back up again. (sighs) Squeeze in some spermicidal lubricant and then vacuum pack. This is after all the testing has been done. It's... It's, 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 I, w- I would feel safe sticking my cock in one of these. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And it's all done by hand. It's all done by hand. All by hand. All yeah, by yeah. hand. And which is where sort the of quality thing, comes into. And if this sort of play. thing matters to you, and I know it does to some people, it is all American made. Mm-hmm. So they 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 employ uh American folks with little fingers. Very small fingers, yes. 
Yes. And, and don't you dare suggest that that is an, a violation of the ADA uh, because they do allow for differently able people in other oh, yeah. aspects of their company, simply not on the floor because it's not people appropriate. People with massive fingers are, are in, the, in the stretch down test department. Absolutely. Where their, their large hands and ja- giant sausage fingers are yes. a, a benefit to their jobs. So it, you know, it's a great company. I, 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 when they open up publicly, I intend to invest in them because I think they're going to skyrocket. And I think I wish they'd send us some some swag. Yeah, it'd be nice. I would totally wear a hat or a shirt. Mm, yeah, yeah. Sanders, WB Sanders. Remember, folks, it's www.wbsandersgentlyusedcondoms.com. Enter the promo code Tom and Mike. You get ten percent off your first order. Who who does? doesn't want to save a little bit of money when it comes to stopping yourself uh, from just wild, random progeny dropping. Yeah. Yeah. In this world, no way. No. It's be... so expensive to begin with. And, you yeah. know, I mean, the price of a, of a case of condoms, uh, even a box of condoms and the embarrassment of having to go into the drugstore and get them and be like, do you have anything that's a little bit cheaper? Because, you know, I'm a little light in the wallet this month, you know, a little behind on my cable bill. Maybe, you know, you need to be able to save some of that green. So when you are ready to have children, you've got the money. To have them sneer at you and suggest you stop your filthy rutting is really (laughs) offensive and, that's it none of your goddamn stop. business, in exactly, my opinion. Exactly, exactly. Thank you. And 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 using surgical gloves, while it might seem like the bright option to do, um, it trust me, they they heat up quick with friction. They really mm. do. Mm-hmm. And it may seem like it's fitting a little bit tighter because it is because the material itself is shrinking. And if there's one thing that I absolutely cannot do it's getting my pubes stuck in a rubber glove that is broken down that i was using as a five shooter for the weekend it's it's terrible it's terrible (laughs) yep it's terrible and it hurts (laughs) um wow a five shooter five shooter That's, that's what i call a glove that's amazing um fucking I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I got you off track with five shooter. Yeah, you totally did. Oh, I was going to say you could always use saran wrap and do it lunch style. I heard that Adam Sandler likes to use five shooters. <laughs> Where'd you hear that, Edward? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I've already said too much. <laughs> Edward, that's okay. That's all right. I just wanted to besmirch him a little further. (laughs) I really don't like Adam Sandler. (laughs) Now, is that you, Mike, or is that Edward? Oh, that's definitely not me. I love Adam Sandler. (laughs) The guy's a fucking delight. I honestly cannot read whether you're being completely serious, completely fake, or somewhere in the middle. They're all going to laugh at you. 
I love Adam Sandler. I just don't like everything he's done. Oh, it's true. Yeah, you I know. do like him. Happy that, Gilmore. That's... Happy Bro. Gilmore is one of my favorite fucking comedies of all time. That fucking comedy album mm-hmm. was a thing of genius. It absolutely was. And and not a lot of people outside of our generation know about it at all. It's true. You're missing out on Fatty McGee. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the stairs. They're fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And Megan fun of people who act like they're high or drunk off of something yeah yeah that was that was fake weed (laughs) i shot myself i'm dead i can see my grandmother and all my pets yeah that gun was loaded with a blank blank. yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i speak i'm very soft spoken and I just, I've always been inside, but I just decided to come out today. Um, I like, I like circles and I like cornflakes and you're making me nervous because you're staring at me right now. Just a little bit. <laughs> Is it okay to talk about inappropriate erections when you get one? I don't no. know. No, it's not. It's not. Because I I have one right now. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's making me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but um, it's like a pencil. But <laughs> it's definitely got lead in it, too. Sometimes my humor is a little inappropriate. But uh, there... Um, I'm I'm happy to be able to to talk to everybody today, and I hope my mom doesn't hear this because that'd be embarrassing. That's great, Edward. So, hey, Mike, uh, you wanna, you know, I just I got a walrus type mustache, and when I talk to it, I think about my words getting caught in it like krill. crazy crazy thoughts like that well that sounds fascinating but i look at the clock and i can see that as much as i want to continue this uh we are out of time so that's gonna have to be a story for another time (laughs) who talks about krill (laughs) thank you for listening to story time with tom and mike we hope you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you giving it to you like Edward apparently wants to give it to Adam Sandler. (laughs) I'm not even sure what that's supposed to mean, but uh, I'll go with it. Have a question for us? You want us to talk about something on the show? Would you, dear listener, like to ask us a question? Send us an email at storytimewithtomandmike at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you want to learn more about the show... And get extras like links to the videos, sites, and other media... Visit dembeans.biz. That's a dot biz because we mean business. Hell yeah!